In a world where sports rule the airways, there are two who dare to break from the norm. It's time for the Movie Zone, starring Austin Horton and Johnny Lightfoot. Now playing on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Well, I wish it was uh, under better circumstances. I wish we were still sandwiching this show between jazz games and jazz playoff overtimes. But alas, here we be. Summertime, Johnny. Heidi ho Austin. How, how have you, uh, uh, let's see, what's the proper word? Grieved or processed? That's the word. How have you processed the quick finale the 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 out of nowhere into the utah jazz season oh i predicted this in early september well you're a hater no i uh <laughs> you know i as i said on our jazz overtime show i think i'm very disappointed the dad the jazz didn't win but this is definitely still a successful season in my mind i know a lot of people disagree with me but i still think this was a very successful season so yeah it it sucks they're not they didn't go farther but it was still a good season, and I look forward to next year. Uh, and w- inherent in that, it sounds like you're okay with how it ended, but you want more from what you got this year, right? Uh, oh, absolutely. I, I, I mean, everything was lining up for the Jazz to win. They, everything was like perfect. Like, and the final piece of that was like New Jersey getting knocked out just a few nights ago. Yeah, and it's like, oh man, everything is you lining mean up. Brooklyn now. Oh right, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I'm still going old school there. Yep. Uh, well, that was delicious. That helped a little. That was a that was a solve. Did it make you feel good? For, when I saw that. Yeah, that was that was a, a balm for the the wound there. Now yeah. let me let me see if I'm correct here. All four teams left in the East and West Finals have never won a championship. Is that right? Clippers, Hawks. I think uh, the Clippers have not. The Suns have not. No, nope. I think the Bucks have. Is just. In the 60s. Okay. Atlanta has not? In fact, I know they have because our friend Tom Nisalki, uh, may he rest peacefully, I believe, was the head coach. Okay. So so one team out of the four has won a championship. I think Atlanta may have, and it was a long time ago as well. But well, it's I been 40-plus years since any of them, and two of them have never won. I know the last time the Hawks were in the finals was 61. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, wow. <laughs> and you know that because, whoop, there it is right there on the TV. Yeah, it was right there on the TV. <laughs> Fun fact, it was on the TV. All right. Well, we have a lot to get to this week. Uh, a, a big blockbuster of a popcorn movie. Wow. Comes out today. Yes. Uh, and uh, lots of fun to talk about the events going on at Megaplex, especially around that. So our friend John Whipple of Megaplex Theaters will stop by here in just a few short moments, actually. Jeff Whipple? What did I say? John. I said John? John Whipple? Who is that? I don't, you're an alias? I really said John? Wow. Jeff Whipple. Sorry. Yeah, Jeff there Whipple. There you go. Our friend Jeff Whipple of Megaplex. He's been called worse. <laughs> <laughs> He'll so, come by in just a few moments, so we got to get to stepping. Okay. So let's, yeah, today. let's get going. All right. Movie Zone, Movie Showdown over the last weekend. Johnny, I was selfish. Were you? Yeah. Um... This coming weekend, well, actually, technically Monday, is my eighth wedding anniversary. Wow. Well, congrats. Thank you. Uh, and so I took advantage of that and made the movie zone showdown about my marriage. That's okay. You are entitled to be selfish once a year. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I put a uh, note on these. First one is a sequel. The second one is the original. 
But which movie is better? 2013's Monsters University mm-hmm. or 2012's Wreck-It Ralph? Mm-hmm. The reason being is Wreck-It Ralph was my first date with my wife. We went and saw Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, cool. Uh, and Monsters University came out on my wedding day. In wow. And did you go see it? No, on your we did day? not. No. Oh, okay. Uh, we saw it like a week and a half later. But I still see good. all the Disney Pixar's. I know. You're, you're, you're a Disney nut, and I love it. Well, 138 votes came in, and it was a landslide victory. Wreck-It Ralph with 67% of the vote. Wow. Uh, I don't know that I agree. I think I like Monsters University better, even. but You know, I did not even see Wreck-It Ralph. Why? It just didn't interest me. It's, you have Disney Plus, right? I do. And watch I know it. I should probably watch, watch it. it but you will laugh your head off. I loved uh, the Monsters series. Okay. Yeah. You know, I loved the first Monsters, Inc. and Monsters U. Monsters U, I don't think, was as good as Monsters, Inc., like most sequels okay. aren't. Uh-huh. But I still enjoyed it. Yeah. In fact, I think they're working on a third. They are. Well, it's going to be a series on Disney Plus. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I wondered at the time, how are they going to do a show without Boo? She's going to be in it, right? No, I mean the movie, the sequel. Oh, right, right, right. And they did. It was Monsters University was good. Yeah, like they did a good job. But hey, I, I get it. Wreck-It Ralph still, from what I've heard, is a great movie. So thanks to my wife for putting up with me for uh, eight years of marriage and almost nine years was together. That John C. Riley As Wreck-It Ralph? As yeah. Wreck-It Ralph, yeah. yeah. And Sarah Silverman as Vanellope. Vanillope? Yeah. That's a great name. All right. Uh, so there you go. That's the movie's own movie showdown. Hop on Twitter at Austin Horton at Johnny Lightfoot One. Each and every weekend, we'll send one of those out and have a little fun. All right, Johnny, let's get into the new movies. All right. You want to start it? Yes. Only because our guy Larry Tassoni, film buyer from Megaplex, <laughs> made a note on the second movie. Yeah, he's making all sorts of notes for me. I love it. That uh, is directed at you. So I'll take over uh, here first. Uh, and we got to talk. We got obviously Jeff Whipple. That's the guy, not John. Jeff Whipple. Jeff. Jeff. He'll join us in a moment to talk more about the activities surrounding this movie. But they've been leading up to it each and every Friday at Megaplex. They've been leading up to this, the ninth installment of Fast and the Furious franchise. This number nine is called F Nine. The Fast Saga. The Saga, yeah. Which I would assume means this is it. That means Darth Vader is the father of one of them, if it's the <laughs> saga. PG-13 action <laughs> adventure starring, amongst others, Vin Diesel, John Cena, and Charlie Theron. Cypher enlists the help of Jacob, Dom's younger brother, to take revenge on Dom and his team. Available in IMAX, D-Box, Motion Seating, and Dolby Atmos Sound, this is most certainly... One of the best popcorn franchises of all time, Johnny. Oh, for sure. It lacks depth. It lacks uh, storyboard. Mm -hmm. It lacks plot. It lacks not in the action department. They never do. But let me me ask you this before we get going on. Are you tired of these movies? Mm, I wouldn't say I'm... Because I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm tired of them. I would say if this is the end... I'll be okay with it. This is that, a, this there's a difference. slight difference there, right? This can't be the end. But, they've gone this far. They've got to do one more than Star Wars. But I will tell you this much. Uh, while this, if the pandemic had not happened, if it had never happened, I would probably have very little interest in seeing this in the theaters. So did you watch the previous 17 of them? Okay, uh, I've seen three of the previous eight. Okay. I haven't seen them all. 
I've seen them all. I've seen them all, yes. But like I was saying, if the pandemic had not happened, this is a movie I would not have wanted to see in the theater. But since mm-hmm. we've been away from the theater so long, uh, you know, I've been here and there, but not like I used to every week. Right. Uh, this is, I think, a great way to christen the return to the theaters oh, with man. a popcorn yeah. action blasted movie like Fast and the Furious. So and you, I will be there this week. You are absolutely right about this. This is a, a must-see in the theater movie. Probably IMAX would be the best. Yeah, even D-Box Motion. Oh, man, right? That would be phenomenal, like a roller coaster. But just seeing that action, and the, I mean, there's explosions, there's drag racing, so to speak, there's fights, there's just everything you want in a summer blockbuster movie, and as you put it, the perfect popcorn movie. Yep, so uh, I'm excited for it, and we'll learn more about uh, what's going on at Megaplex in just a few moments from Jeff Whipple regarding F9, the Fast Saga. But that does bring us to our poll question of the week. Get on Twitter at Austin Horton, at John Lightfoot one at Zone Sports Net. Give us your favorite popcorn movies. Now, the definition of popcorn movie, it's in the dictionary. Is it really? A film that is perceived as entertaining but lacking in depth or artistic merit. Wow, is that Urban Dictionary or is that no, like? No, that's that's Merriam-Webster. That's Webster. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So a film lacking a depth or artistic merit, but not lacking in the entertainment department. I think that fits. That fits. Fast and Furious. So oh, for sure. We'll get your responses coming up in next segment. Uh, your favorite popcorn movies, Johnny? Though there's one more uh, wide new release this week and. Uh, Larry dialed it up just for you. He did. This is called Werewolves Within. This is a rated R comedy horror movie. And his note here is hilarious. (laughs) Larry Tassoni from Megaplex said, I would just like to note, I have no control over the names of these actors. Talk to the parents. <laughs> <laughs> that being because yeah. you s- tend to struggle with some names. Uh, this is going to be no And no you call difference. out Larry for him, and he's sick of you. <laughs> it's Larry's fault. <laughs> 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 All right, this is starring... Hey, I can get the first one right. This is starring Sam Richardson from... I, kn- I knew you would get it wrong. It's actually Sam Richardson. It's Richardson. I'm just kidding. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm uh-huh, just kidding. Uh-huh. Uh, you might know him from Veep or Detroiters. Okay. Now, here we go. Uh, this is Melina Vayantrub. No. No? Vayantrub. Nope. <laughs> Vayantrubby. Nope. V- One more. V- Vladimir. <laughs> no. No? Melana Vayantrub. Well, you might know her as Lily, the <laughs> AT&T woman. <laughs> she also went to high school with the uh, guys from the Impractical Jokers. Did she really? Yeah, I like that they show. They tell stories about her on their podcast. And uh, also starring Michaela, right? Yep. Yeah, woohoo! <laughs> Michaela Watkins. Now, Austin, you and I just watched this trailer, and uh, I'm quite impressed. For being a quote-unquote horror movie, uh-huh. you kind of liked it. I'd like to, so, well, tell us about the plot, and then I'll right. tell you why I was interested. A snowstorm traps town residents together inside the local inn, where newly arrived forest ranger Finn and postal worker Sicily must try to keep the peace and uncover the truth behind a mysterious creature that has begun terrorizing the community. Right, so this, what screams off of this trailer to me is snakes on a plane. Okay. 
But Snakes on a Plane originally was being made as a serious go. Yeah. And was. midway through making it, they went, no, this this is funny. And so they changed and didn't take themselves too seriously, and it ended up being a, a, a fun movie. It's kind of like forgetting Sarah Marshall, when, but, but the puppet show, it was supposed to be serious, uh-huh. but it ended up being... It's a comedy. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that, okay. So watching the trailer, if they had tried to make this an actual horror film, then I would have zero, no interest in seeing it whatsoever, because it is dumb. <laughs> well, But you know, they don't take themselves too seriously, according to the trailer, at least. They no. really have fun with it. And I laughed, I'd say, five or six times. Yeah, it was Belly funny. laughed once watching the trailer, so I would assume that this will be a good, fun time at the movies. Well, they consider this a rated R comedy slash horror. I think they should add mystery (laughs) as well, because the the scene that we saw, and this is giving away nothing because it's in the trailer, is everybody's in the room together, and someone might be the creature. (laughs) So, werewolves within. Werewolves. (laughs) Rated R comedy horror. Uh, it's it's horror. It's not one horror. horror. It's not one I'll be running out to see today. This is a popcorn movie, minus the action and plot. Well, no, it doesn't have the plot. These either. are both popcorn. These movies are both this popcorn week. movies, absolutely. Which means five dollar Tuesday, where you get also the uh, discounted popcorn at Megaplex, mm-hmm. not discounted in taste, just in price. Right. Uh, these two movies. Go see F Nine Fast, the Fast Saga. Excuse me. On IMAX, in D-Box, at the theater today. Go, go, go. Have a kickoff <laughs> to your summer movie experience with that. And then on Tuesday, throw $5 uh, Werewolves Within Way and see what you think of that one. Do you think they should have called it F9? I mean, doesn't that kind of like say something else? Well, what do you mean? F9? Yeah, like that. Like on the keyboard? No. Isn't that the... No, the, no. F9 is to search things. No, 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 no. I'm talking about... F9. I don't know what the nine part means in that. It doesn't mean anything. It's yeah, the, so it's that's, the first letter. That's a Gordon Monson joke right <laughs> all there. Right, all Just right. Just because the letter F is involved? Okay. All right. Let's get out to the zone phone and bring the, <laughs> uh, the IQ score of this show up several hundred points as Jeff Whipple joins us. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, wait, we're using the decimal system or something there, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> not, maybe not Dewey's decimal because I can't oh, figure yeah. that one out. No, so. <laughs> no. If I if I'm talking about it, it's usually a decimal point. Then the number of that would be my IQ. Yeah, that's, there we go. Let's yeah, just right round up. Here. Round uh, up. No decimal. I'm at there. one. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, Jeff, we we spent a few minutes before uh, getting you on the phone here talking about how uh, this is a franchise, being the the Fast and the Furious franchise that. I necessarily wouldn't run out to see if the pandemic had never happened, but man, that pandemic thing uh, that is still, you know, going on, but we're in a lot better place now. It really made me uh, more grateful for things like popcorn movies, such as the Mm. Fast and the Furious franchise. I would say buckle up for the ride, but I, I don't see a seatbelt in any of these films, and I'm, <laughs> I'm worried about the science of that, but that, not, notwithstanding, it's it, exactly, yes, let's get out and go to the movies again. 
And you have a lot of you guys always do it upright at the at the Megaplex, and uh, you do all these great events and uh, things surrounding these big releases. In fact, yesterday last night you had a double feature party with a Quiet Place and a Quiet Place Two. What is the philosophy behind your uh, thinking by doing these big events? And then what is going on with uh, F9, the Fast Saga? You know, it's, it's about celebrating life. We are, we are <laughs> just about, let's, let's get out and have some fun again. Did you get that from uh, Bob Ross? <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> magic tree. No, happy, happy trees and magic white. Yeah, yeah exactly. Life, life is short and drive fast. I don't know how that works. Um. No, the, the, between A Quiet Place and Fast and Furious and In the Heights and Cruella, I mean, it, thankfully, big movies are back. And they, they, we've got more in the pipeline. Uh, the sabbatical is over. Intermission is done. And we are grateful. And the response from guests have, has been extraordinary. We, we have the best movie fans in the world. And you know, the, the crowd, when they found out about the double feature for A Quiet Place, mm. went crazy. And, and the hardest temptation for me is not to just bust into the auditorium and yell something and watch them all just hit the ceiling. Cause <laughs> you, you go into one of those auditoriums, and it is freakishly quiet. Yeah. Everyone is just paranoid about making any noise. So they're, they're sucking on their popcorn, you know, just to make sure that they're not making any noise. Just it, It's so fun. So we're doing that. We, we, we've got that stuff going on. We're doing Fast and Furious uh, opening weekend. We've been running the, the previous eight films every Friday uh, for the eight weeks pre- previously. And then this, this weekend at, at a couple of locations, we're actually doing car shows. And oh. we're, we expect this is, this is the time. Put a fresh coat of wax on, on your classic hot rod and bring it over. Come on over and show off your your wheels, because th- this is the time again. Let's let's get out and have some fun together. And the one tonight out at Valley Fair, it, it goes till eight. So if you're listening yeah. to this right now, run over there, hurry, and, and yeah, yeah. see the end of the car show there. But our guy, our friend South uh, from here, Jeff, they've got another chance, don't they? they, they they've got they've got some activities going on down in St. George uh, at our Sunset location. And that's uh, Friday night. And there's talk. We, we may end up with a few other surprises at, at, at a couple other locations. So, mm, you know, just cool. just stay tuned. Follow us on social media. We'll, we'll keep people up to date that way. But, but more than anything, just come on out and let's, let's have some fun. If you're ready. We, we, we know people. Not everyone's in the same place, and we get that. But it's, it's getting very, very close to being that time. Now, now, Jeff, you, you, you touched on it there where you ran for the pr- last eight weeks, you ran the Fast and Furious movies leading up to F9, and I think that's really cool. And you did it for free, so everyone could come and get ready to see F9. Is more, I guess, promotions going to be coming in the future? Can we expect more stuff like that from Megaplex for upcoming blockbuster films? All, all the time. We, we have these great relationships with studios, so... Um, th- Sometimes they offer them to us. We're constantly pestering them, which is delightful that they take our calls and coming up with different ideas of, you know, hey, what about if we did this? Can, can we put something like this together? Um, we, we've got these wonderful relationships with the studios, and, and throughout the last year and however many months, um, they were just amazed at, at what was happening 
even in the midst of all the madness, how how supportive the folks in Utah have been with with our curbside popcorn, with our our charity ev- events, just trying to help the community get by. Um, we we even had locations serving as vaccination sites just wow. to help get everyone to to this point. So yeah, we're we're constantly on the lookout. We take calls and comments from guests on our social media pages. You know, hey, can we can we do something like this? Um, great fan bases. So we've got Ghostbusters in the pipeline, and the local Ghostbusters crew, the, these guys that suit up with their proton packs. We've already been in touch. We've got we've got our friends at Hill Air Force Base, you know, chomping, ready for Top Gun to come out. Even though it's another branch of the military, mm-hmm. we're we're all about celebrating movies. And, and getting together and having some fun. And and just to kind of follow up, I was going to ask, like, a lot of the movies we are, are seeing now were supposed to be out a year ago. So have you found that the excitement has maybe fallen off a little bit, or is it even bigger than before? There, there is there is an absolute pent-up demand, and people are anxious to get, get back to this part of normal, especially here. Um, we, we've had a great history of leading the nation with, with blockbuster films. In fact, I think we had three or four of the top five for the opening of A Quiet Place. Um, it, it just, the, the the enthusiasm for especially these popcorn movies. Um, <laughs> I came out of the screening for F, uh, F9, and I thought, I can't believe the government released that documentary because it's just, you know, <laughs> it, it's so tongue-in-cheek so tongue because you just check reality at the door and go in and have fun, buckle up and have, have a great time. That's and, awesome. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Always on the lookout for what's next. And so you you brought up the term, maybe I brought it up first, but popcorn movies, that's what comes to my mind when I think of the Fast and Furious franchise. Uh, and, and I mean that in a respectful way, not a, oh, I guess I'll see. No, I, this is an action franchise. And you said buckle up uh, earlier. You guys are offering this in IMAX and D-Box. Do the D-Box seats come with uh, safety restraints? <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the good news about D-Box is you can, you can actually dial it up yourself. So there's a, there's a ah. control there. So because if you're, if you're with a guest on, on date night, you know, your, your, your movie partner may not be as into it or may be more into it. <laughs> it, is, it is kind of amusing sitting in the back of the auditorium where you're peeking in and watching people in the auditorium, because not every seat in the, in the auditorium that has the D-Box not all the seats are, are D-Box seats. So they're the static, your traditional seats, and then they're the D-Box motion seats, and people come out and they're having a very different experience. <laughs> so oh, yeah. like they've just walked off a cruise ship. It's it's really fun. <laughs> but you can dial it up or, or throw it into neutral and just kind of uh, so long for the there. ride. Yeah, yeah. Now, now Jeff, changing uh, <laughs> ch- changing gears just a little bit. See what I did there? Oh, no, no, uh, no, no, no. Here we go. Here we Let's go. Let's put the brakes to these puns. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, there, there's some other great movies currently showing at the Megaplex. I know Austin has been ecstatic about In the Heights. Yes. Uh, for the last few oh, weeks, it was so good. Was it great? Oh, it was so good. Well. I feel the same way about Cruella, which is still in the Megaplex theaters as well. And I was, this is probably my favorite live action, like adaptation, even though it's kind of a prequel, but an adaptation of a Disney cartoon into live people. I love this movie. 
I, I would expect that of you, Johnny, because the soundtrack of Cruella, oh, yeah. I was in love with. Uh, yeah. the, the music was just great, and the costume, I just so entertaining. Oh, the um, costumes. And, I think they could win like a, a Best Costume Award yeah. for this movie. Oh, it, it's got to be. A, it's easily got to be nominated. I, I would be shocked if it didn't come through that way. And In the Heights is also just wonderfully entertaining. Um, I don't want to give anything away, but I, I think it's in the trailer. But there's a dance sequence in there where they're literally you know, climbing the walls. And <laughs> just, I've, I've seen it twice. And the second time, I actually was staring like a, a movie nerd. Okay, really, I, I know how they did it, but <laughs> really, that was impressive. It when, took when me back to my uh, singing in the rain roots there a little bit, that oh, scene. Yeah. Oh, Big time. Yeah. Um, it, it, yeah, it's West Side Story. It's it's Singing in the Rain. It's they're, they're just, it, it's a great film. And then A Quiet Place 2 is, is a great film that is performing really, really well. And fans of that franchise are not, not disappointed. Hey, as we come back to Megaplex Theaters, Jeff, and by we, I mean the royal we, Johnny and I have not gone anywhere. But, That's right. Uh, by anywhere, I mean we've always been coming to Megaplex. But as we, the general public, come back to Megaplex Theaters, and as we say goodnight to you tonight, what are some of the changes that you guys have implemented over there at the theaters? So, actually, Gateway is, is still shut down. Our Gateway location in downtown Salt Lake City um, is in the home stretch of a massive makeover, complete luxury makeover, gorgeous, gorgeous building. Um, I think guests are going to be knocked over when they see the, you know, what what's coming in that building. 100% luxury seats, 100% laser projection, Dolby Atmos in every auditorium. Mm-hmm. The technology in that place is going to be unbelievable. Wow, um, a, a great movie experience. Plus, plus we're we're premeditated with our gaming experience in that in that building. So, oh, sure. there's, there's going to be some fun it's stuff be cool. uh, for for fans there. And then Jordan Commons in Sandy uh, is going through a major renovation as well with luxury seats uh, in. Every auditorium, not the IMAX at this point, uh, that, that one's still tricky because of the engineering of the, the IMAX projector. But all the other auditoriums, I, we, we got down to four screens at one point. I think we're back up to 15 or 16 by this weekend. Um, but just beautiful uh, renovation happening at, at Jordan Commons as well. Plus, you know, IMAX locations and Dolby Atmos auditoriums and laser projectors and multiple locations. If if there's a movie format out there that you're you're you know on the short list to see, you can experience it Megaplex. Well, Jeff, we're excited uh, for normality, normalcy to come back. Yeah. Uh, these blockbusters are going to be coming. Yeah, I'm going to do it one more time, fast and furiously, oh. uh, each and every week uh, here this summer <laughs> at Megaplex. And we're excited to be part of it once again and hope to see you out there soon. Come come see us for Black Widow and Space Jam and yeah. Jungle Cruise and Free Guy. Yeah, the pipeline is golden. It's it's great. You we're, mentioned we're looking forward to it. You mentioned Top Gun. That's we've oh. been waiting for that one for a while now. So yeah. let's yeah. get that. Let's go. Yep. Yeah, there we go. All right, Jeff. Thank you, buddy. Have a good night. Take care. There you go, our friend Jeff Whipple from Megaplex Theaters. Check out F9, The Fast Saga. 
the Fast and the Furious latest installment at Megaplex Theaters right now. Johnny, on the other side, you'll give us a This Week in Music lesson. Or yes, This history. Week in Music History. Yes, History. Uh, as well as the Soundtrack of the Week. And we'll get our poll question responses from our listeners. Your favorite quote-unquote popcorn movies. It's up next right here on The Movie Zone. You're locked on to the Movie Zone with Austin Horton and Johnny Lightfoot on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. 975-1280 the zone. This is the movie zone with Austin Horton. And I will play Johnny Lightfoot tonight. You you earned that role. I did earn that role tonight. By I auditioned. I were no, born I, for that role. I auditioned and got the part. <laughs> what are we listening to? Someone that is not everybody's favorite, but the people who love him absolutely love him. We're talking about Tom Waits. He's kind of known for that gravelly voice, you know? Yeah. Well, Thomas Allen Waite was born December 7th, 1949. He's an American singer, songwriter, musician, composer, and actor. His lyrics often focus on the underbelly of society and are delivered in his trademark deep gravelly voice. He worked primarily in jazz during in the, ni- in the 1970s, but his music since... The 80s has reflected greater influence from blues, rock, vaudeville, and experimental genres. He's also an actor. He is an actor. Uh, the only thing I think I've seen him in, though, is The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. He's been in a few other movies. He I'm plays the, uh, the, the gold miner in one, that movie. One of the movies he plays may be our throwback movie, but I'm not saying Ooh, he is or not. I don't for next know. Segment. I love it. Well, uh, Waits was born and raised in middle-class family in California and inspired by the work of Bob Dylan, he began singing on the San Diego folk music circuit as a teenager. His first albums were jazz-oriented Closing Time, The Heat of Saturday Night, which reflected his lyrical interest in nightlife, poverty, and criminals. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. He repeatedly toured, uh, toured the U.S., uh, Europe, Japan, and attracted greater uh, critical recognition and commercial success with Small Change Record, Blue Vampire, and The Heart Attack and Vine. Huh. He uh, typically produces soundtracks for Francis Ford Coppola, and one of them being from the uh, One from the Heart, and he always tends to make cameo appearances in several Coppola films that may be another tease. Oh, stop teasing. I know. Well, despite the lack of mainstream commercial success, Waite has influenced many musicians and gained an international cult following. Several and I mean several, biographies have been written about him. And in 2015, he was ranked number 55 on Rolling Stone's 100 Greatest Songwriters of All Time. He was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2011. There you go, Tom Waits, this week's lesson in music history and our soundtrack of the week. Thank you, Johnny. You bet. All right, time uh, to get your poll question responses on the air here. At Austin Horton, at Johnny Lightfoot on the old Twitter. Uh, you can throw the, the Zone Sports net 
in there as well. We asked you with the release of F9, The Fast Saga, which we talked at length with Jeff Whipple about uh, last segment. What is your? What are some of your favorite quote-unquote popcorn movies? Those movies that are entertaining, but... May, may lack artistic depth. Sure, sure. Uh, ben says, any rom-com, I don't care how predictable they are, some of the best and funniest content has come from that genre, and it largely no longer exists. Well, it's it's probably not as popular as it once was, but I still think it's around. I like what he said, though. I think I agree with him. Yes. Eric Jensen says, Transformers. Okay. Lundy says, anything featuring Godzilla. <laughs> Chadwick goes with Father of the Bride Part 2. You're not funny, Chadwick. No, no, that's not funny. Father of the Bride 1 is great. The Fast and the Furious franchise, says Daniel. Yeah, good choice. Papa, Dave. (laughs) Papa. Papa Dave says Ready Player One. I like that movie. Hunt for Red October. That's not lacking depth. No, there's depth, but that's still a good movie. Indiana Jones 1 and 3, those are popcorn movies. And majority of the Marvel movies. Okay. I'm with them on that last one. Okay. A lot of people might disagree with them, but yeah. I'm with them. I like the depth of the Marvel movies. Caleb says, not my favorite, but Transformers is the only one I can think of. Interesting. Austin Frankham, our soldier. Yes. Here on the, the movie zone. Any of the Expendables. Lance goes with King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Or that was as I fun. call it, Legend of the S-Word. It's a terrible movie. That was fun. Pacific Rim, Frequency, and Dodgeball, says Lance as well. Yeah. OC, Sean O'Connell. Says Avatar, the most recent of the Star Wars trilogy. Every disaster flick taking incredible liberties with science and believable <laughs> plot lines. <laughs> uh, and then finally, just a couple more. Carson, a Knight's Tale. Logan is offended that we're insinuating that F9 is uh, lacking depth but is still entertaining. And I kind of just shrug at that and go, yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh, Christian says Firewall. Now, I brought up Firewall to you when we talked about uh, Harrison Ford. Yes. It is a popcorn movie. It lacks depth, but it's entertaining. Sure. Absolutely. There you go. Play along each and every week here on the Movie Zone as we have a You know what my choice is there, buddy? What'd you go with? Waterworld. Okay. My wife loves that movie. I love that movie, and I've said this many times until they bungee jumped, and then I was just done. It's a dumb movie. It's a dumb movie, but it's fun. It could happen. It could not. It could happen. All right. Now we're done. (laughs) All right. Speaking of being done, we're done with segment two. But we're not done with the show. Not yet. You teased it heavily this segment. I did. I threw some kind of, uh, would they be Easter eggs or spoilers, or what would they be? Just hints? You hinted. Hinted. Oh, I see. Now I know what movie it is. You do? Hint. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a hint in of itself. Mm Mm-hmm. Coming up next from the archives, an early 80s flick. Am I right there? Early 80s. All right. uh, We'll get to it here. Uh, Unknown, known, and lesser known facts about blank. It's up next right here on the Movie Zone. Locked on to the movie zone with Austin Horton and Johnny Lightfoot on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Final segment this week here on the movie zone. He's Johnny. I'm Austin. Soundtrack of the week as we talked about it, Johnny. Tom Waits. Come on. Uh, so there you go. And the reason you went with Tom Waits. Because he is in this movie. The From the Archives segment this week. I loved the book yeah? as a child. Okay. A child. I was a, a teenager. 
But I have admittedly never seen the movie. Wow. And I know Hans and Scotty were talking about this, uh, the stage adaptation of this movie earlier this week. They were talking about it, and actually that is what spawned me to do the throwback movie uh, of this, because... I haven't seen it for so long, and when they mentioned it, I actually watched it that night. So, From the Archives... Again, I should say. Watch it again. Did you? Yeah. What is From the Archives subject this week? The Outsiders, a 1983 crime drama directed by Francis Ford Coppola. The Godfather. The Godfather. The novel is written by S.E. Hilton. Hinton. That's what I said, isn't it? Starring C. Thomas Howell, Matt Dillon, Ralph Macchio, Patrick Swayze, Rob Lowe, Emilio Estevez, Tom Cruise, Diane Lane, Leif Garrett, and Tom Waits. Just to uh, name a couple of them. Yeah, that's that's a bit of a cast. Now they were all much younger. They were then. all. They, yeah. None of them had really hit at this point, which yeah. is what's pretty cool about it. This movie had a budget of ten million dollars and did a worldwide gross of twenty five point six million. You know, it's funny. This but this movie had a bigger budget than Pulp Fiction originally did. <laughs> and Pulp Fiction came out nine years later. Oh, more than that, buddy. Eighty three. Yeah, and Pulp Fiction came out in ninety four, so eleven. Years. Oh, you're right there. You're right, right. there. You yeah. Go. yeah. Uh, Rated PG, and it's kind of a hard PG. This is this probably would have been a PG-13 in today's world. And a runtime of 91 minutes. Now, Rotten Tomatoes is not a fan of this. Uh, 63% by the critics and 82% by the fans. Huh. Uh, it seems a little low for the critics. Do you think the fans like it because they all read the book? I think so. Okay. I, th- I do think so. Is it like the book, or did they take way too many artistic liberties? No, it's very similar to the book. Okay. They, they took some, of course, and they left some stuff out, but uh, it's it's pretty close. Okay. It's like a Harry Potter close to the book. Okay. You know what I mean? I could live with that then, yeah. All right. Out of the main cast, all the actors were in their late teens, except for Patrick Swayze, who was 29 years old and playing a 20-year-old at that time, Ralph Macchio and Leif Garrett, both Oh, uh, sorry. Ralph Macchio and Leif Garrett are the other two that were older, who were both 20 when the film was made in 1982. So Patrick Swayze was playing a much younger character, or much old, much younger character than he actually was. Sorry, I confused myself. And apparently Ralph Macchio has always just looked like he's, he's a just, teenager. He's always looked just small and, and young and him. Well, in, in the poster for the film, the greasers... Uh-huh. are shown laughing as Johnny is smirking. This was actually a candid shot, Austin. It was taken during the photo session in which the actors were supposed to look tough for the camera. Okay. Well, what happened was Leif Garrett was approaching the craft food table off camera, and a stagehand, a stagehand said, Hey, Leif, save that food for the actors. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Pretty bad. Then Ra- Garrett. Uh, anyway, go ahead. And then Ralph Macchio said, yeah, Leaf, save that for the actors. The comic cracked up the cast right as that photo was taken. And that's the photo they used. If you look wow. at the, if you look at that photo again, you'll see all of them just laughing. They're supposed to be tough. Yeah, it's not a real funny no, movie. But that's I why. I would assume I, uh, that's not a funny book. So. Well, Austin, I told you there's a little bit in this uh, trivia here about the writer, yeah. Hinton, S.E. Hinton, 
Well, according to writer S.E. Hinton, the boys caused quite a bit of trouble in the hotel which they were staying during the three months of filming. In fact, one particular incident she recalled... She recalled this in an interview. was the night they filmed the fountain scene where Bob is attempting to drown Pony Boy. Later on, the six other boys jokingly mocked the scene in the hotel's lobby fountain, playfully trying to drown each other. Oh. Hinton states the hotel had the fountain removed within a week. Oh, God. <laughs> they had a, They did such damage, they said, no more fountain here. Right, right, yeah. Apparently, uh, you don't want to joke about that there. Well, it's like, you know all about rock stars wrecking hotels. I do. You just, you just don't care. You I do. No, you have no respect for a small business owner. None, none, <laughs> none. Well, S.E. Got Hinton, about two minutes. Sure. S.E. Hinton wrote the original story when she was 15 years old and finished it when she was 16. That's pretty impressive. Wow, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Wow. And uh, let's see, Francis Ford Coppola wanted Matt Dillon to spend the night in jail to understand the character of Dallas a little bit better. Okay. Of course, Matt Dillon refused, saying, no way, Francis. How about you go spend a night in jail? <laughs> I think Francis knows about jail. He, he might. Uh, well, yeah, it, it, you, had to be, you had to be a tough kid in this book. Yeah. You did, and then the prequel. This is that was then. This is now. Later came out too. But anyway, well, when Dallas, who we were just talking about, falls out of the chair at the drive-in, this was completely accidental. And Pony, Pony Boy, who was played by C. Thomas Howell, looks briefly at the camera and starts laughing. <laughs> so this is one of those things where you got to watch it and kind of go, "Oh, look at that! How funny!" <laughs> okay. And then in the final, the big rumble scene, the first punch was given to Pony Boy. And the way C. Thomas Howell re- recalls it, that the hit was so real, it knocked him out cold on set. Oh, my gosh. They didn't no, stage No, they didn't things? stage it. Apparently, someone just took him out. Well, Austin, during filming, the actors who played the Soshis, or what would you, what would, what would you say that's a, a shortened word for? Was it the, the uh, socials? The high society kind of? Yeah, they're the rich kids. The rich yeah. kids. Well, the Sochis were giving were given leather bound scripts and were put up in luxury accommodations. Okay. While the greasers were given battered paperback scripts <laughs> and had to stay in the ground floor of this not so nice hotel. <laughs> As uh Francis Ford Coppola, who was of course the director, wanted to truly create tensions between the two groups, which <laughs> made that fight scene just a little more intense. There was some real uh, jealousy there from the greasers. I would think so. That sounds like a Coppola movie. It, right? Isn't that yeah. kind of like something he would do? Yeah, and they were young, so it worked. I don't know if that kind of psychology works on older casts, but anyway. You know, speaking of cast, we, we, we went through this huge list of them. Who do you think's the f- most famous out of all of them? Oh, God. Uh, Patrick Swayze. May yeah. he rest in peace. Yeah. He Di- was the old guy. Diane Lane has done a lot of movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, but maybe, like if I were just walking down the street and saw somebody, I'd probably go with Rob Lowe. Really? Yeah. More than Tom Cruise. Oh, I forgot you mentioned Tom yeah. Cruise. Yeah. Yeah, Tom Cruise is definitely the most famous. I think he's the most successful. So if we took Tom Cruise out, I would probably say Rob Lowe or uh, maybe 
Patrick Swayze as well, probably. I Ralph forgot Macchio. About Tom, yeah. Ralph Macchio. I don't know. Maybe with the success of uh, Cobra Kai. <laughs> but that's that that just came out. And it really just brought him back to the forefront of everyone's minds. Right, which is yeah. why I'd recognize him now. True, yeah. Uh, but you're right. Tom Cruise is probably the richest and most successful oh, for sure. and most famous. But what a group. cast this movie has. This movie has a cast of... And like we said, these people were really nobodies at this time. They weren't. They did not have the fame. I mean, you say Tom Cruise, it's a household name. Yep. But back then... No one knew who he was. In fact, this was uh, this movie was done right before he got the script for Risky Business. Wow, what timing! Well, there you go from the archives this week. Uh, the the Outsider. Outsiders. Yeah, you need to see this movie, especially if you've read the book. And if you haven't seen this movie in a long time, it's time to revisit it. Johnny, good job. Thanks for doing that. Thanks, buddy. All right, he's Johnny Lightfoot. Thanks to Jeff Whipple of Megaplex Theaters. Go see F Nine: The Fast Saga at your local Megaplex theaters now. I'm Austin Horton. We'll be back uh, next week right here on The Movie Zone.